so I just uh, re- read this card here. Huh? Oh, huh. These are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, how about that, (laughs) with no minimum listenership. (laughs) It's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and a mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Lee from the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. And you're listening to the 4th Hand Media Podcast Network. Man-eating mongrels, it's time, yet once again, for another happy horror coffee break old-time horror radio show sideshow, Crappy Pasta Corner. (laughs) Oh, don't get your panties in a wad. I know you missed it. This is something we do every other week to fill the void of being without main event. <laughs> so, without further ado-do, let's get on with the story. Ghost <gasps> by XX Marshall, Missouri. <laughs> Spectre! Ghosts? I don't claim to know a lot about ghosts. I'm like you. All I know is what I learned from my limited personal experience and from reading these ghost stories. Ghosts are confused, I think lost. That's why they bang and knock and try their best to get your attention. You'll do that someday. One day you'll be alive and well, and the next no one sees or pays attention to you. That's why reading the stories in this app is helpful. We'll all be there eventually. This gives us an idea of what to expect when we're dead. I was up late last night reading these ghost stories. You already know that they make you jumpy after you've been reading them a while. Driving down the road, you almost expect to see Bloody Mary in your rearview mirror or something. So while I was lying in bed, lights off, reading stories on my iPhone. My attention was drawn to this shape in the corner of my room. Hey, how you doing? I'm Guy Fieri with Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and I'm here to tell you about my new book, More Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It was dark in the room, and I told myself how creepy if that shape turned out to be some old lady or something. It's a man. I ignored it, mostly, going back to my reading, looking up from time to time. And then I realized it was a person. And then the horror of it hit me. 
My hair stood on end, and I instantly felt goosebumps all over. I didn't want to die, and that's all I could think of. All that this thing was going to kill me. It didn't move for the longest time. I didn't either. Our eyes were locked across that room while my heart pounded until we both jumped across the room at the same time. I raced for the door and it did too, trying to block me off. I was sure. I didn't know if it could physically stop me from leaving, but it apparently thought it could. And I wasn't waiting around to find out. I just knew from seeing out of the corner of my eye that it was heading for me as I raced across the floor. As I yanked the door open, the door hit me in the face. As I went by, there was no time to notice the pain or the stars that I saw. I was running for my life. As I got out of the room, I heard the most horrendous hideous scream I have ever heard on TV or anywhere else. It was angry and frustrated, and yes, even afraid. All at once, the scream said it all. I don't know why I was able to get out of my bedroom door because I sure couldn't get out of the front door of my house. It refused to budge. I curled up on the downstairs couch, hiding my head under my arms and listening to screaming and crashing upstairs for the longest time. At some point it died down. I don't remember when, because despite my fear, I somehow fell asleep. When I woke up, it was about 4 o'clock a.m. All was quiet. I wasn't going to go back upstairs, though. No way! I spent the rest of the night on the couch. I knew from reading other people's stories that crashing noises don't usually result in them finding stuff broken. And that's how it was the next morning. I climbed the stairs most slowly, ready to fling myself back down them. But there was nothing. No broken furniture or home mirrors. No sign of the ghost from the night before. So is it safe that I keep living in this house? If a ghost is just a dead person like I think it is, what did it want with me? Did it only want to communicate with me and so didn't want me to leave? Or is it insane from the confusion of being dead Deed. and really wanted to kill me? My scientific mind wants to know there's only one way to do that. I'm staying in the house again tonight. If I'm alive tomorrow, I'll update the story and tell you. Right now it is 1 o'clock a.m. on January 2nd, 2010. Watch for tomorrow's update. I'll email the admin and ask that it be posted at the bottom of this story. I'll occupy my time for a while reading more ghost stories. Oh, and if I don't update this, send someone to check on me. I live at XXXE. Yerby. Marshall. Mo. Send help. Addendum. From the admin. We followed up on this when we didn't receive an email. We asked the local police to check on this person's well-being. 
We understand they found no one home and were trying to locate any relatives to see if they knew where he slash she went. Though we originally published the address as part of the story, we have since X'd out the street number for his slash her privacy and that of the family. The end! And so, David Dolls and David Noobs, concludes another exciting adventure in the Happy Horror Copyright Old Time Horror Radio Show Sideshow! Crappy Pasta Crawner! Sure to tune in next Friday for a full-length episode of Happy Horror Cup Break Old Time Horror Radio Show with special guests and music and t-shirts. <laughs> oh, until then, Susie. Bye. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.